Talia, Reese, and Julia do it so well. Shows, shows, show, shows, and tell. Hello, everyone. I'm Reese. I'm Talia. I'm Julia. And this is Shows and Tell. Um, I'm very excited about this week's episode because we are doing Star Wars. But before we get into that, I wanted to ask, how was, how was everyone's week? That's so nice that you would ask. Mine was great. I actually I actually spent last night celebrating a dear friend, Miss Julia Zoe Fox's birthday last night. Oh, that's fun. It was lovely. We had a couple tequila shots. We thought they were on the house. They weren't. <laughs> we missed Reese a lot, but unfortunately, um, he's in quarantine. Yeah. I don't have COVID, but I'm taking COVID precautions. So... Yeah, my week, it was nice. I worked really late. I was on the late shift, so I ended some nights at like 11.30. So that was rough, but yeah, <laughs> also really fun because it was a busy week. But during the week, I was able to prep for this episode, and it, it's been one that's been in the works for a while, and I'm pretty pumped. Um, let me start by asking, what what kind of uh, Star Wars um, history do you guys have? Julia, do you want to go first? Yeah, so I pretty much have none. I have never seen any of the movies. I think maybe once when I was <sighs> a kid. Okay. I, I know they come out like on Christmas usually, so I think one time when I was a kid, I went and saw one of them. And As I all Jews, know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously, gotta have the Chinese food and then movies, but... I had no idea what was going on, and I'm honestly just, like, not a huge fan of sci-fi. Um, so, obviously, I know the characters in Star Wars. I feel like they're mainstream. Like, everyone knows who, like... No, name them. Name them, Julia. Yeah, no. Na- yeah, it took you five <laughs> seconds to recall one name. Also, it's not sci-fi. It's fantasy. Oh, sorry. So, okay. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well... I, I'm really sorry to report that, as well as Julia, I, re- I have no background with Star Wars. Oh. I can remember watching it maybe on like a VHS tape in my basement. That's as far as my memory goes. I really have, I really don't have a background. And watching the episode that we watched for today, it was season two, episode four. I mean, I was completely lost completely lost okay had no contact right. of anything <laughs> i picked Same. i picked so so for reference that's the siege i picked a kind of filler episode um you know not it, i wouldn't say not much really happens it's kind of just like a a really formulaic plot that advances the story slightly because then the weeks after are all crazy so i figured this would be a good one because you don't really need much you don't really need to know much i feel like it was pretty straightforward they're they have to like you know go to some base, blow it up, and then something, and then, you know, like, they win. That For that episode alone, you know what I mean? Yeah. It definitely was very action-filled, and I was a little bit confused about what was happening, but okay. I did enjoy the cute little Yoda. <laughs> okay, so, uh, perfect. Okay, wonderful segue. So, um, as you guys probably know, this week is on The Mandalorian, um, we watched season two, episode four, and I just wanted to start by saying um, some quick things about the show. It's the first live-action Star Wars show, so that's that's a pretty huge deal in itself. I mean, like, you guys had never seen a Star Wars before this, or, or maybe you watched one, but, I mean, Star Wars, probably one of, if not the biggest franchises ever. I mean, they've been churning them out since the 70s, and, like, this is the first live action show they've done in, you know, geez, like 40 something years. So that's, that's a pretty big deal. Um, yeah. So I know. Right. (laughs) Okay. But yeah. So really awesome that they did that. We're just like, cool, 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 cool. I mean, even for people that don't like Star Wars, don't watch the show. I feel like it definitely still has some really cool things like baby Yoda and also Pedro Pascal thoughts on either of them. Um, I respect baby, I can respect anything that turns into a gigantic meme and meme culture, I respect. So I put respect on baby Yoda's name. Um, I don't know the second thing that you just said, Pedro Pascal. You don't know Pedro Pascal? 
It sounds familiar. It he okay. Um, <laughs> he he plays the Mandalorian, the guy that's in the helmet the entire episode. Oh, I wrote in my notes that he was hot. He had hot energy. That's okay. So like every person is obsessed with him. Like people okay. who are attracted to men are obsessed with him. People who aren't are obsessed with him. Like he's just he just radiates this kind of like cool. You know he's just awesome. Um, so you have that. You have Baby Yoda. You know it's 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 a recipe for greatness. I yeah. mean, he transcends the show. Yes. Um. Yeah. So also off the bat, like this was one of the biggest shows during quarantine, which is kind of cool that it was able to like take off more than it might've any other time. And I feel like you guys like definitely active on TikTok, Twitter, like you definitely heard about the show. Like 100%. I feel like every guy I talked to was like, Oh, I love the Mandalorian. Like you should watch it. it you should. <laughs> and on, on the contrary, to be totally transparent, like I really like this does not ring a bell for me. So when Reese was like, I want to do this as my first episode that I host I was like Reese you know the point of the show is that we're going to be talking about like shows with big followings like people are going to get hyped about he was like (laughs) (laughs) your face like do you do you do you understand how important this show like this was the first show to take over Netflix for okay we're gonna get into it um Mandalorian so right you know to start format it's a weekly release it, you know, eight episodes every season, both one and two have eight episodes and they're around 30 to 45 minutes. So, you know, your basic, whatever, uh, it streams on Disney plus. So yeah, it, I, you really, Talia, you didn't hear of it or <laughs> you guys, I'm proud of myself for hearing of it. You guys know that I am somebody who prides myself of being in the know in culture. I I like I wouldn't lie. I have no angle to lie. I, I just didn't ring any bells. Okay. All right. So do you know what? we're gonna start with some history. We're gonna get into the pre-production, production, everything of the show. So uh, I'm basically, ready. okay. So basically, yeah. it's you know, it's the showrunner's John Favreau. If you guys don't know him, famous director, actor, everything. He's the guy that basically jump started the MCU into what it is today. He's the one that you know helmed Iron Man. You know, all the way back in two thousand eight. He's done so much for like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You, do you guys know him? Yeah, I've definitely heard of him. Okay, he okay, but like also he. Oh my god, tell him he also did Elf. Um, <laughs> I shook my head for the readers at home. He directed Elf. Okay, that's an amazing movie. Okay, he also um. Did, have you guys seen the show Friends? Like what? yes. <laughs> he plays Mo- He plays Monica's like billionaire boyfriend in like that's oh, that's John his... Favreau. Not um. Not her old boyfriend. Like the old... Not no, no, the no. The guy. rich one. The one that's like a billionaire. Okay. No, no, no. Not him. Okay. Okay. Anyway, John Favreau, famous director. He's the reason the MCU is what it is today. He did Iron Man. He's directed a bunch of other movies, produced a bunch. He also did recently The Lion King. Mm. The new Lion King. Oh. So <laughs> while he was working on The Lion King for Disney, he started, you know, talking to the rest of Disney. And uh, specifically Kathleen Kennedy, who's president of Lucasfilm. And as you guys know, Disney acquired Lucasfilm a while back, a few years ago. And um, he kind of just wanted to, you know, do his own Star Wars project. And she's obviously behind it because he's done so many great things. So she directed him to Dave Filoni, who did the other Star Wars TV shows, The Clone Wars and Rebels, but those are both animated. So Favreau, you know, pitched in this idea of exploring the Star Wars universe and like kind of getting like a darker side. No pun. Well, I guess pun intended. Um, He wanted to explore more of like this, you know, the dirt and the scum and villainy of the Star Wars universe, because a lot of it's, you know, polished and clean and nice. So he wanted to get a little bit more, you know, rated R. So he pitched them this idea. And basically, they were like, okay, uh, go for it, you know, start start drafting stuff out. So you know, while he was working on The Lion King, came up with a story, everything like that. And uh, he recruited a bunch of people um, to, to work with him on the show. I, I mean, like, even I have the, listed here all the people that have directed episodes. Um, you know, he has, it's, it's such a diverse group. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Carl Weathers, Robert Rodriguez, Taiki Watiti. He did Jojo Rabbit recently. Loved um, that Yeah, movie. so he, he got... Yeah, no, he really went all over. So, like, the episodes all have a different feel, although they're all combined by the same kind of theme. It was also really interesting. Um, Disney, like, Disney put all of their eggs in this basket. 
Um, Love Island terms, baby. <laughs> oh, man. He started, yeah. He started um, when he was doing this. Disney was making Disney Plus, and this was like their show that they were going to launch with. So, like, there was a lot riding on this. Um, yeah. So, like, before Disney Plus was a thing, and like, obviously, it's huge now, this was what they were hoping would be the thing that jump started it. And it did. They, you know, invested $15 million on average an episode, and wow. which is, I'm, yeah, which is a lot. Like, if you look at, you know, other scripted shows, um, if you guys have seen Insecure on HBO, mm-hmm. um, the Issa Rae show, it costs three and, a, three and a half million an episode. Mm-hmm. 13 Reasons Why Netflix is about five million an episode. So this is 15 million. So like, wow. they really, yeah, they really put a lot into this. And honestly, I must say it definitely paid off. Um, just some things that have happened from the show. Uh, it was the first time that a non-Netflix show landed at number one on Nielsen's streaming ranker. So, you know, it kind of shows that, yeah, Netflix is not the only streaming service that, you know, can not only make quality, but, you know, can have that kind of quantity in a fan base and in viewership. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty, that's pretty big. Um, I didn't you know, realize Disney Plus was doing so well. I honestly was. That's exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, The Mandalorian really is a heavy hitter. And yeah. also, like, besides just, like, pop culture, everything like that, it's, it's been nominated for Emmys. It's won Creative Arts Emmys, and now it's actually up for Golden Globe, which is later tonight. Yeah. So, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, okay, I've rambled a bit about production history, everything like that. Um, what What are your guys' thoughts? Like, I guess just on the look on on everything around it, anything you've heard. Because this is something that means so much to me. <laughs> like, uh, I, first of all, I love how passionate you are about the show, and it makes me so happy to see you smile so big talking about it. Um, I hope <laughs> everyone could see your smile right now. But I, what I thought was interesting was they kind of talk like regular people, if that makes sense. Like when I think of like sci-fi or like fantasy shows. It's not I sci-fi, it's fantasy. <laughs> Sorry, it's I'll, fantasy. Get, I'll get it straight. When I think about fantasy shows, I for some reason I imagine them talking in like British accents or like old timey like English. That's fair. They were just speaking, yeah. So like that, I mean, I think that, yeah. But like they also in like the next episode they have someone with a Boston accent. Like Bill Burr is in the show and he just has a regular Boston accent. That's so random. But like if you think, but if you think about it, if in like this world where it's like galaxies and there's so many planets like you're bound mm-hmm. to have some people just speaking with you know our accents the thing that i stood out the most to me was the costumes and i not to criticize not to hurt anyone's feelings but i thought the costumes were like really costumey and just obviously these are supernatural alien type of characters but i just like some of the characters just like it was like they just had like a a mask over their heads and it just looked so like such a costume rather than i I think a tv show is more cohesive but there's so many different parts like it was kind of like if i was watching a play that's what their costume okay and then it was transferred onto tv which i'm not used to i feel like when i'm watching shows usually the, the it's kind of a bigger picture picture type of thing so that kind of it did throw me a bit. Okay. I meant that's I'm done. Gotcha. To counter. Um the whole thing, the whole reason I really like this show is because it expands the universe. And like the thing is a lot of people complain about the fact that they haven't really like they have so much to work with. It's space and they write their own history, so you could do whatever. And they kind of stay within the same story. Like it's always the Skywalkers and Darth Vader and stuff like that. So people really, I, I, and me personally, I like that they're branching off and exploring different, like, there's so many different alien races and so many different new planets and everything like that. And in regards to the mask, the whole thing is that uh, the Mandalorian, who is him, um, he, it's, a, it's a, a race of people that wear a helmet and they never reveal their face. So I'm not talking about him. Oh, are you talking about the blue guy? Yeah, I'm thinking about the woman too. Well, the blue guy, but also, okay, when the woman came in and she fought that whole group. Yes. Yeah, her just looked costuming. Yes. And then also, like, when she came in and she fought that whole group of, like, weird animal people. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, those are aliens. Aliens, sure. The ones with, like, the butt face. Yeah, the butt face people. <laughs> yeah, the butt face people. It just, <laughs> yeah. 
I just thought that looked, obviously it's going to look unnatural. They're not humans, but I just yes. thought it looked extra unnatural and not um, well meshed. Okay. Okay. I, I get that. Also, in regards to, do you know recently what happened with her? No. Gina Carano, the one who plays like, oh, yeah. I, oh, I actually, I did hear about that. I did hear about Well, remind that. us because I remember. want to recap? Well, so she like she has been tweeting and everything and Instagram stories and it's speaking out against transgender people, oh, speaking out against mass culture. And most recently she compared um, you know, being uh, quotations persecuted uh for being a Republican to being a Jew in the Holocaust. Oh, God. So yeah. So Disney immediately fired her and she found out over social media, which oh, my makes God, she, that's amazing. They, they were they were gonna give her her own show. She was going to return, oh. and they just completely disregarded her. But how she did they did, not like they're getting know. Rid of the- like how did Disney not know that like she was so crazy? Like that's a thing too. Apparently, like I, a lot of people are complaining is that there were signs and like she had been posting, and this was the last mm-hmm. straw. But yeah, not not good. <laughs> As the Jews, we do not claim that that statement. No, we, we, yeah, and, you know, now she's doing a movie with Ben Shapiro, oh, so, oh. yeah, I know, she's, yeah, she's really fallen from what grace, an interesting combo. but, um, in regards to the alien butt-faced people, mm. I do want to touch on something that I thought's important in regards to the production, which is the special effects, mm. um, mm-hmm. do you guys, were you, were you, like, blown away, was it <laughs> underwhelming, oh. I mean, I think the episode we saw was not, well, it was definitely like they went in and they, something blew up and et cetera, et cetera. But the episode <laughs> we watched was not like the most mind blowing. Like you said, it was a filler episode, right? Yeah. And okay. So outside of story, like effects wise, I mean, you, you have explosions. They're, they're like, this is not like. Uh, okay. I can appreciate the effects, Reese. Okay. I'll side with you here. I Thank I, you. Th- <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought the effects were cool. I thought it was cool when I, I. I think they showed, like, lightsabers, which is cool, because, like, I know what that is. No! They, didn't, they never showed Wait, a lightsaber. Wait, they didn't? I, sw- I could have sworn no. I saw lightsabers. What did you think was a lightsaber? <laughs> I don't know. There was, like, red and blue lights. I was like, oh, this is like... Those are lasers! <laughs> okay, okay, you know why... Not. You know okay. why I, like, might not be impressed? Okay, or, do you feel like this is particularly impressive because it's a TV show and, like, television shows don't usually do this level of special effects? It's... Exactly. That's okay. exactly like if you look okay. at so many other shows with special effects, it is so obviously like you kind of just have to like be like, oh, it's TV. Like obviously that car crash is not going to look real. But I mean, right. this is like like Hollywood level. And what I wanted to touch upon is industrial light magic, which is like okay. the you know they're in they are like the biggest. Um, digital effects company in the world right next to Weta Digital who does Lord of the Rings but like just to just to rattle off some names get you guys pumped um Industrial Light and Magic ILM they are responsible for the effects in Indiana Jones Harry Potter Jurassic Park Back to the Future Star Trek Men in Black Transformers Parts of the Caribbean Who Framed Roger Rabbit the Mission Impossible series Avatar E.T. Schindler's List Forrest Gump and more um so like that thank you so yeah, um, they're also like part of like people that worked for them are the ones who started Pixar. They they've won over fifteen Oscars. They are constantly nominated for their work, and literally for the show, they started a new division called ILM TV. Um, and w- what I find so impressive is that like now they're making every episode into like a mini movie, oh, which yeah. I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I don't know like, do you guys like? I guess do you guys prefer? it to be lower quality or like i like do you like there to be a separation between the effects in movies and tv i don't know if that's something you guys have thought of before or like so it's not something i thought of and i think the reason why you and i are having this disconnect right now is like i would just assume that it would be the same level of special effects as it would be in a movie in a television show i think it's because like i don't watch television shows that will have so many special effects so therefore, I don't okay. understand that there's like a dis- discrepancy, disparate. I don't understand. I kind of appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it, and it's definitely something I haven't thought about before. 
So now I'm definitely a little bit more impressed with the show when you talk about like how much money they put into it, like how much, like how much attention they pay to the special effects. And like, I definitely got the vibe from watching the show that it was like each episode was a movie, mm-hmm. which I think yes. is impressive. And exactly. like, I think it definitely depends also on the genre. Like for like fantasy, it definitely makes sense because like, that's why people like those type of shows and movies. It's because it takes you to a different world and it's all these different effects. But with like, a reality show i don't want it to be like so produced that it feels like a movie yeah well yeah you sense. don't want any lightsabers in love island that wouldn't actually that would probably cool. make it... i was gonna say wait wait yeah i think that actually make the show kind of better yeah like, like then you would watch like, it I'm, du- I'm dumping you let's go to battle yeah it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you have to battle each other for their love that would be amazing and i'm really behind that as a show <laughs> um but, like, in regards to that, in general, like, it, it's fairly action-heavy. Was that okay for you guys? Or, like, was that something you didn't like? Or Well, I don't like action in general. Yeah, not gonna lie. I did so not a little bit during some of the action parts. Maybe that's why I thought that there was, like, favorites. <laughs> I'm supposed to stay awake for Love Island, and you can't stay no, awake please. for the men. Talia who- texted me before, and she goes, this Stop, is really no. hard 38 minutes. I'm 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 so genuinely hurt. Listen, no 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 no. Wait, let's back up. I was happy to watch this for this purpose because it was important to you, and you did what was important to both of us. Okay, so I was happy to do this. But yes, I will admit I'm guilty. I texted Julia that it was a difficult 38 minutes. I can. I think difficult. Well, guys, it's been real. It was a fun podcast while it lasted. Three episodes in and we're turning on each other. I think it's wonderful that we have such different views and interests. And I I don't like action. No, I can appreciate it, though. Like, I can appreciate, like, the production quality and, like, it's entertaining if you like that. Okay, it's entertaining. Quote, every episode we're going to do the best quotes. Quote, Julia Fox. It's entertaining if you like that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you're, so, okay. Reese, this is the point. Like, you explaining at all of the backstory. Like, I like the fact that it takes $15 million to create every episode versus a regular show is $3 million per episode. It's so much money. Yeah, that's, I, like, I, that's okay. I'm like, all right, I really appreciate that. Like, I, lo- I love those facts. All right. And, okay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to. Hone it back in. All right. Can I just say that after? Okay, I still don't understand the significance of the baby Yoda. I think he's really cute. Okay. But you know what? Let's go. Let's do this. I'm going to pivot away from production and we could go back to that. Just fire some questions at me. Oh, Story oh, questions, anything like that. So, baby Yoda's significance. He is force sensitive, you know, like Star Wars, use the force. Like, you know, you could move things with your, your mind. It's an energy. Basically, he's force sensitive. The Empire, who are the bad guys, want to to take him to use him for okay. nefarious reasons. Um, so that's why they were so protective. I see. Him. Yes, okay. the Mandalorian was. They, a rich- they didn't just love him because he was cute. I mean, that's part. <laughs> I mean, come on, he's freaking baby Yoda. Have you look at his little ears? Okay. Yeah, I want one. Right? Okay. Um, the Mandalorian was originally tasked with taking him and bringing him to the empire because the Mandalorian are bounty hunters, you know, they do whatever for money. Um, But this Mandalorian in particular decided who we call Mando decided that, you know, this little guy, baby Yoda was more important than, you know, just money. So he's kind of taken him under his wing and has been on the run since, and is trying to find other Jedi to raise and nurture little baby Yoda, but baby Yoda loves him. So it's, it's a weird dynamic between a guy who doesn't have any emotional or physical attachments with this uh, baby, which is actually like 60 years old. They just age really slowly. Um, so it's, it's, it's like a father son dynamic. It gets much deeper than that. And I like that they added that like relationship aspect though, because that, that adds yeah. more than like just the action for me, which I like. Yeah, no, no. And there's, and like, you have to watch the full show to really see the change in the character arc. Like you don't like the only time, and this is a spoiler if you haven't seen it, the only time that the Mando actually removes his mask 
is when um, he is doing it to protect okay. the baby. Wow, that's sweet. Like that is something that he won't do. Yes. So it's you know there there's there's layers to it. It is not just explosion lightsaber. Okay, All right. What else? What what else? What oh, else? Keep, keep them coming. Yes, Talia. I'm raising my hand. Yes. <laughs> is there any romance in the show? <laughs> so, in Star Wars, yes, and in this show, it's teased. Okay. So in season one, um, Pedro Pascal, who, as everyone knows, is just like coolest, best looking dude on the planet. Um, while he's at a planet, uh, a woman takes interest in him, and you know is like you know, live here with us, settle down, and it's nice, and, you know, he, he can't, he can't do it, you know, he has a troubled past, you know, his, his parents were killed, and he, he's tasked on this assignment, so. Not those ones before, am I right, Jude? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but it's there, there, there is, there is romance, but the, the, the story more focuses on the bond between Baby Yoda and Mando. Great, I'm here for that. I like this new Q&A segment that we're doing. I think we should do it in future episodes. It's good. Yeah, is there anything else? Like, anything at all? Um, uh, so, when... Talia again, when... Yes, Talia again. Okay, so, in this one version of Star Wars that I watched, which obviously, you don't know which one that was, I don't know either. Yes. But Yoda's an old man. Is there... Is, is Yoda a species... And like there are many of them. So this is actually this is actually really interesting. Up until the Mandalorian, Yoda existed as his own. Um, there was only one Yoda. Um, we had never seen any other species in any of the Star Wars movies. So when season one came out and we saw Baby Yoda, the fan base was divided because you have these people who are like they thought it was a prequel. No, 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 no. It takes place. Yoda's dead. So this takes place after Yoda's oh. death. So, like, okay. people were partially, up, like, some people were upset because, like, it it went against a precedent that we'd never know anything more about Yoda's species. But then some people were happy because we were finally getting, like, they were finally expanding on stuff that was unanswered. Which is, like, a, a bigger theme of the show, where it answers a bunch of questions that we've never, like, seen. Got it. Um, like, a character... Boba Fett, he dies in the originals, but in the comic books, he comes, you know, he returns from the dead and yada, yada, yada. In this show, it confirms that. And like in the movies, it's Luke Skywalker, young, training and everything. And then 35 years later, he's old. So we never see any of that time where he's like, you know, in his prime. And season two finale, we finally see him in his prime. So mm-hmm. it gives, it's a lot of fan service, which I love. Got it. But okay, it's I have never cheap. Question, and this might have already been answered, but <laughs> okay. how, so yes. this show takes place after the Star Wars movies. So are they? Yes. So not all of them. Episodes one, two, and three happen first. Then you have, um, then you have uh, Solo, um, like some of the TV shows, and then Rogue One, and then you have episodes four, five, and six. Then you have the Mandalorian in that timeline, and after that, it's episodes 7, 8, and 9. That's kind of confusing. It's very confusing, and it, it, it's such a deep world, which is why I'm trying to drive home the point that it's such an important show. Yeah. No, we hear you on that. <laughs> it's crazy that, like, so many people are so invested in this storyline. So, like, are they still putting out the other Star Wars movies? They've finished the Skywalker line, which is, like, the Darth Vader story and everything like that. And now Disney is finally... And, like, what I love so much is that they're finally expanding upon this, like, really rich text that they have and so much to work with. And they're branching out and, like, going back in time and doing completely new stories and, like hiring like different directors and like everything like that to do their own solo films and to like do their own TV shows. And what's really cool too, is that they're not just passing it off to like big, you know, like these like established, like whatever old guys, like they're giving like shows to like really, you know, like just a diverse group of directors like Taiki Watiti, who's Jewish and from New Zealand. Yeah, they have, uh, there is um, one woman who directed an episode who's now doing the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So they, like, they're really, like, you know, they're they're casting as many lines as they can. Yeah, I'm, I'm very pumped. <laughs> uh-huh. 
as you can see. Well, we're happy for you. Thank you. Do you feel like Star Wars, like, you feel like our kids will, like, still be, like, in the universe? Like, I mean, I think it's, like, it's, like, were you guys into Harry Potter at all? I am now. Yeah, I was Weirdly. Like, I, like, I refound it, and I didn't know that I was such a fan. And then I was re-watching the first couple movies, and I was like, oh, I know every word, apparently. I, yeah. But I do. I wasn't really into the books. I was less into the books. I do think if, if the point that you're trying to make is that this this content is evergreen, as is Harry Potter, I would agree with you. Yeah, it's, it's like the same kind of story where it's, like, person lost, on an adventure, hijinks ensues. Mm-hmm yada 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 but it's so original and it's like it was the first one to do that in like space and everything like that which makes it so special but i do it's it is the same with harry potter with lord of the rings and like part of me it's weird seeing them touch these like properties like i did you guys recently hear that they're doing a harry potter series like not about harry potter but about like in the wizarding world a a tv show no i'm not here about that yeah no their hbo is moving forward with a tv show apparently oh hbo i wonder if jk rowling's involved because she's yeah she's uh yeah yeah Yeah. wow people are really gonna uh... people are really gonna know our political views just from this one episode which is not something i obviously have a problem with i'm just no yeah it's a lot of people yeah we just happened to discuss two people who are against just the transgender guys we're liberal okay it's out there (laughs) but um (laughs) i want to put it out there don't listen (laughs) if you're support trump um (laughs) like legit please turn this off if you do um (laughs) but what's it called yeah no it's like that same kind of like it's same kind of energy where it's just it has such a huge phantom it's so important to so many people and it was just really cool to see it translate to the screen And how much effort they put into it. And, like, another thing I wanted to point out was the music for the show. Like, I mean, you guys know, like, dun, 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 dun. You know, like, all the... Yeah. yeah. And, like, they they hired uh, Ludwig Gorenson, who is literally Emmy, Oscar, Grammy. He's a Golden Globe away from an EGOT. And he did, you know, the music of the, of the show. Like, he was trying to give it this Western feel. Amazing. Yeah. And it's really cool, too, that the show is a Western where you know the rest of star wars isn't and they're just like they're branching out doing new stuff i don't know yeah and it doesn't feel like they're milking it i mean i don't know because i haven't like <laughs> watched all the shows but you know sometimes like they take the franchise too far yes well i think the fans want this like, content i i i think people aren't done with it and that's kind of what we're talking about in general yeah where there's st- like it's an infinite universe where they could just like if they wanted to they could just make up a new planet and we'll just be like oh yeah that's cool and they'll just like write it into the history, and that, and it's like, oh yeah, of course, like obviously, it's just it's it's just like this really cool community surrounding it too. I'm thinking about the writers, and if the writers have to be people who are like lifelong fans and really just well versed in this knowledge, so it's like it's, I could it, imagine fans getting angry if not. Yes, and there there have been a lot of angry fans, and it's like because. What they're doing, too, is, like, a lot of, like, the the larger, like, the comic book lore and, like, the novelizations and everything, they're tapping into those and expanding on them in, like, live action, making it canon, which is, like, pretty cool, but also has a potential to, like, backfire entirely. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Do you feel like, has there been any, like, major backlash, like, the show as a whole? Um, I think a lot of people were skeptical when it first came out and... There was a like before it had come out, obviously, like it was Disney Plus's baby and there was a lot riding on yeah. it. But it they they were too smart and they like they gave enough fan service where it's like they talk about the Darksaber, which is like something, you know, comic books referenced in the movies, and then they have mm-hmm. Baby Yoda, and it's like regardless of if you like Star Wars, you're gonna love Baby Yoda. Yeah, that's true. He's the charmer. He's such a charmer. Yeah, I was, okay, we should cut this out, but I was literally at this 25-year-old man's house, and he had a, like, baby Yoda stuffed animal, and I was like, are you two? We're not cutting that out. But. (laughs) Why would you you say that? No, I didn't actually say that, but I was thinking that in my mind. What's wrong with having a baby Yoda? I don't have one, but what's wrong with having one? I'm not cutting that out. No, it's not. I just, I just didn't, I just didn't know the significance of the show. 
So I oh, think you should go back to his house and be and like, apologize. I actually learned. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we're going. I don't think we're going back. Okay. Well, is it related to Star Wars or is it outside that you're not going back? It's outside. <laughs> okay. Never, I guess that makes. I can't cancel someone for their Star Wars views. I have to. I can't. <laughs> <You're gonna cancel. laughs> I respect. Yeah. I respect the Star Wars universe now. Thank you. Okay, that's what I want to hear. Like, as do I. Of course, I respect it. I, I feel like I'm not getting through. I, we have to watch more. <laughs> we should have a viewing party. <laughs> and, uh, okay, and so do you know what? Let me pose this in your heads. What would make a better, I guess, Star Wars or some? What's a Star Wars show that you would want to watch? Because like I understand like why this might not be interesting, but like you're you're working with a whole universe. Like, but I would you want like a Star Wars rom com or like a like? I definitely want some more romance. For sure. Okay. Sure. If you if you took okay, how about how about this? If you took so I've said before, I just don't like sci-fi fantasy genre like space. That just doesn't interest me. Yes. But maybe if you took this whole kind of thing where they're so serious and made it into I know you were just joking, Reese, when you said rom com, but if you made something so serious into something that's just not and yeah, add a little romance and add a little comedy and it and make it a little maybe like they're making fun of themselves. I think if they could make fun of themselves a little bit more, I might be in. I will okay. say though, I was surprised at the level of comedy that there was in the show. Like I thought it was gonna be like so serious, but there like was some funny lines. Like Yeah, baby Yoda yeah. zapping himself. At the beginning, yeah. Right. That was so cute. <laughs> I, there definitely was some lighthearted moments, but I think yeah, some more moments like that would really enhance the show. I get like you saying it, it needs to be a little bit more meta, where it's like they laugh at the fact that it's like if they were more meta, I'd be all over it. Okay. Well, that's um, not true, but that's, yeah, I was gonna say that's, but I think that's fair. Like, have you guys been watching Wandavision at all? Um, no. my brother and mom watch it every week, and I really would like to. I'm just so deep in what I'm. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not right now, but I would like to watch it. Like, I have plans to. But I don't know if I'm going to, like... Too busy with Love Island Season 5. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, because I was, like... I just oh. didn't want to say it, but... Yeah, I'm so deep. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> Talia, does your brother watch The Mandalorian, or... Brothers, no. I guess? No. Neither of them? No, I, they had heard of it. They, like, knew, obviously, what it was, but they... They're not big Star Wars kids. Like, that none of us are. Okay. My family's a big Star Trek family. Like, I don't watch it, but my dad loves it. Oh, my God. That is uh, so... (sighs) What's so... Is there beef between Star Trek and Star Wars? There's a lot of beef between Star Trek and Star Wars. Oh, so you're not a fan of Star Trek. I hate Star Trek. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Why? You've opened up a can of opened up a can of worms, Missy. <laughs> I don't have enough time for that. I love when Reese gets mad. What's that? We could do a whole other episode about your hatred. My hatreds? Oh my god, we would need an eight part. That would be a podcast separate podcast. I was gonna say that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Reese's grievances, a new podcast. That's honestly a great started. idea because I have so many grievances. <laughs> episode one. We could do like a weekly segment where we just talk about what you're angry about right What's now. The episode. Yeah. Um. First episode? I mean, Star well, Star Trek could be one. A second one? No, no, no. Of your grievances. Oh, okay. Star Trek. Star Trek could be one. Another one is um, people getting upset when someone doesn't move in line. Like, so, okay. So it's like, if there's five people online and one person's at the checkout counter and the person next is like like four feet behind them and then there's like 20 feet of space and then the next person, and people are like, oh, why won't this guy walk? It's like, it, it makes no difference. Like, they're going to be next to It makes line. a difference to me. It bothers me. What? Oh. <laughs> okay. The girls are fighting. I don't like when people don't pay attention. No, no. It's not, not paying like, attention. It's giving you. space. <laughs> it's like, you're <laughs> Okay. That, that's different. It's different. It's di- I hate when someone's like on their phone, so they don't realize. And then it's like when I'm in the Trader Joe's checkout line, that I have to like that's, go yeah, around. Yeah, that's them. A, that's an entirely like, different. Thing. But yeah, I'm that's, in a rush. that's that's that's. I'm okay, busy. That's fair, but that's one grievance. Um, that one that, that one aggravates me a lot. Well, that one really just came right out of you, didn't it? Yeah, I've been thinking about that one for a while. Um, people people who don't let others exit before they enter. 
that's a, that's a good one. Oh, that actually happened, like, the other day, my mom and I were talking about about that. Yeah, it's really rude, and especially in the time of COVID. Yes, you, you, you give the space to the door, yeah. And it's like, it's one thing if it's cold, and it's like, oh, the person's trying to trying to escape the weather, but it's another if they're just rushing to get in. Yeah. Another Star Trek. I hate Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, sorry to go off on a tangent, but... Um, yeah, Star Trek, Star Wars fans don't get along. Um, if anyone says they're a fan of both, neither community accepts them. Uh, wow. There's no room for peace in this in this dichotomy. <laughs> I did not know that was this deep. Yeah, it's it's pretty deep. I mean, Star Star Wars goes back so like it's made billions of dollars at the box office. It's so many toys, so much pop culture. Like it it, it it's so formative in television history. Is there a person that is credited for creating Star Wars? Uh, George. Oh, okay. George Lucas. Um, he is the one that created it. He's best friends with Steven Spielberg. Uh, he sold Lucasfilms to. Yeah, no, really cute. <laughs> uh. He sold Lucasfilms to Disney. He's a billionaire, but he's he's the guy that started it all. Got it. And it's it's really cool too because the show pays reference to a lot of the originals, and you know they they also use practical effects. Like you know they'll use CGI for a lot of it, but like you know the the scenes where there's spaceships in space, those are models, and they're you know like the camera's moving, the spaceship isn't. Like those are real, like tangible objects. Mm. So you know it's it's really I I admire how they pay homage and how like it it. It looks back to the past, but Wait, also moves forward. I'm sorry. I thought it was homage. Wait, did someone say that? Are you serious? I'm serious. You just said pay. What was the word you said? H O homage. 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 Pay. Pay. Homage. Is that not it? That's... I say homage. I thought it was homage. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to do another. Uh, teaching Talia vocabulary, but well, I'm good at grammar fun- and vocab. I am really good at it and spelling. No, I believe I believe that. I just thought it was yeah. homage, yeah. like we pay homage. Pay. I think you definitely. I feel like I've heard that, but I, I definitely say paying homage. I feel like none of these are right. <laughs> it's not like we all just graduated from Tulane. Our viewers, our not viewers, listeners, let us know on our Instagram. Yeah, please. Yeah. This is the time I, where we find out if the listeners are really listening. Yeah. They'll let us know if it's homage or homage. $10 million giveaway. First person that answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, overall thought. Well, I guess before we before we start to wrap up, overall thoughts on the show before we get into the characters. I will say I am very just impressed by the overall Star World Star Star Wars universe with how much it's become like ingrained in mainstream culture. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like everyone knows the Star Wars characters. Everyone knows what a lightsaber is. Everyone knows what who Yoda is, even if they've never seen the show, which I will say is like very impressive. Like there's really besides maybe Harry Potter, there's really not many other franchises that can do that. Okay. I thank And I I thought the show was very I could obviously tell the production was very high quality, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. The acting I would I would say was good. Um the effects were great. I just personally if I I'm just personally not a fan of fantasy, but I can definitely appreciate the show for what it is and I understand why it's such a big thing. Okay. Wait, would so, you watch it again? Like probably not, but I would <laughs> watch it with you, Reese, just to see how happy you get while watching it and for you to explain everything that's happening to me because I just that, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I played oh, drinking game. Reese, what are they doing about Gina? Like, did they fired her, and are they finding someone else? No, they fired her. No, sure, character's gone. They're just not mm. replacing her. She's okay. out. Yeah, they completely terminated everything with her, so there's no trace of her left. And I wow. love that. You know, don't no need to recast. No need to like let her like stain that. remain. She's gone. So I'm happy. Cool. That's a good choice. Yeah, Talia. Did- does the majority of the your that fan base r- agree with you and like everyone's happy with that decision? I mean, I'm sure there are some, you know, right leaning, uh, like conservative fans that probably are like, oh, you know, it's liberal BS. But it's like, yeah. 
the okay. the true fans i think can understand that yeah yeah it's definitely for the best okay well my wrap my wrap up thoughts on the show in general is that i can definitely appreciate any fandom based community i appreciate and i could i respect like stan culture is just my favorite thing in the world and I'm just like so happy for all these people that love Star Wars. I really am, you know, because I got my own things and that's their thing. And that's wonderful. I definitely would not watch it again because <laughs> oh, it was man. not my <laughs> cup of tea. Um, but I couldn't be more supportive of you watching it. And I really am happier to know the little details of how it was made and why it's so important and why it's a big deal. Um, Cause I, you know, I didn't know all that stuff before, but that's just my take. Okay, that's a. I feel like this is a win in my book. Okay, you know? good. Yeah, I feel like I feel. Can I add? Yeah, yeah. As long as it's. I just want to say. As long as it's nice. I'm. I'm glad I know more about the show now because now I can talk about this with my romantic. Interest. Like you, yes, you <laughs> could like yes, you could like throw it in like oh my god like, oh, Mando so hot and then they'd be like. I mean, he kind of is. Like, everyone agrees. He's just, he's so cool. <laughs> like, it's really funny because when I wrote it down, I'll see the, exa- the exact wrote. I wrote, why is this masked guy hot? <laughs> <laughs> no, one can, no one can explain it. It shouldn't make sense. But he's just like the, Grogu put uh, the red wire in the blue. And everyone's like, oh. <laughs> also, take yeah. note. I wrote, why is this masked guy hot? I've literally never been so lost. This lab shit is creepy. <laughs> also, by the way, I really liked that scene that where baby Yoda um like stole those macaroons from that kid. Yes. He's eating the little blue cookies. Then he does yeah, that the kid was like, whoa. Yeah. He uses the force. And then he throws up all the macaroons. Wow. Oh, what a goober. Yeah, that was that was funny. I liked it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> silly goose. <laughs> Baby Yoda. <laughs> the show's intel official silly goose of the week. <laughs> Wait, we have so many new segments that we're doing. We're going to do quote of the week. Silly goose of the week. <laughs> Reese's grievance of the week. Talia's vocabulary. Yeah, I kind of like, well, now, now I'm going to have to really start prepping my grievances. Okay. I, have I can't wait. Grievance number three. <laughs> People that hate Baby Yoda. <laughs> okay, so should uh, we do characters? Right. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. So um, I don't want to compare either of you to Gina Carano. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, uh, she's pretty problematic. Let's let's see. I would say there wasn't. See, there weren't that many characters to work with this week. I should have. Uh, I should have chosen one with more characters. Julia's Baby Yoda. Oh my god, that's I knew it wouldn't I'm be gonna me. say. I'm gonna say I'm the Mandalorian because I'm very mysterious, serious <laughs> okay. guy. I radiate, you know, really mysterious energy. Do you think you're that hot? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, let me have something. I had <laughs> I had Kendall Jenner last week. Let me let this be my thing. <laughs> and then Talia, your grief. He's Carl Weathers. <laughs> he was the guy. That, Ooh, he was the guy that? that was yelling at the blue guy the whole time. Oh, I feel that. Yeah, you, he's kind of like he kind of like oh, runs things. I feel like that makes sense. I thought he had like captain yeah. energy, like captain. He oh yeah no hundred percent. He's like he's like leader of that territory. Okay, cool. I think yeah, I feel like that that okay, that sums that. us up. I agree. Julia's with that. baby Yoda. What? Why do you think I'm baby Yoda? I just I just want to hear you give me some compliments for a minute. Um, I don't know. Well, just... I think Julia's baby Yoda because she's kind of just like bopping around there. That's what, yeah no she's just bopping around you know. Things get a little oh, crazy. She, she throws up blue macaroons. That. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, like you know, when they were going into that whole like lava explosion thing, and the blue guy was like, "I don't want to go on the railing because there's no railing, and I don't want to like fall into the lava." And grief guy was like, "Do yeah. it," but the blue guy was bitching. Like I kind of thought that was Reese yeah. energy. Wait, you thought I was the blue guy? It was Reese energy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, oh, that's like, like, oh, that like is... I don't want to do, like, exactly what you're doing right now. You're like, oh, I don't want to do it. The fish guy sucks. <laughs> Man. He was, he was like, I'll stay in the car. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so dangerous. Yeah, and wouldn't you stay in the car in a dangerous situation? Yeah. 
Not if I had a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like my I like my character. Well, yeah, I'm sure you do. You're on a blue fish. <laughs> well, you gave yourself the Mandalorian. Is he so cool? <laughs> Did you think we were gonna be like absolutely? I just hope you guys wouldn't bother. I, <laughs> I don't. Know. No, I agree with the situation or the the analysis that Reese has described. But I say I would say either of you could be the Mandalorian. Be you both, Mandalorian. you know, have a shit together. And All right. <laughs> okay, fine. Thanks. All right. Reese, I'll let you have it for this week. Julia, do you feel as though you are Baby Yoda? Yes, I definitely agree that I'm kind of just like chilling and I'm just having a good time. And yeah. At least that's unanimous. Yeah. Okay. Grievance number 72. Talia. Well, I'm very very glad you guys watched. Do you know what? This is after, after your guys' reactions, I'm going to, I'm going to choose. My next, my next episode that I do, I'll think of something even better than The Mandalorian. That's, that's great. Be hard by your standards. Maybe something that will be a little excited to watch. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's getting late. So, <laughs> yeah, no. And on that note. Um, Talia, I believe you will be presenting next week. I am, and I'm so excited. And Reese, I want you to reenact for the listeners at home the exact noise that you made when I told you over the phone what show I'm doing, because I'm doing Glee. Ow. <laughs> Disgusting. Grievance number 168, Matt Morrison. I hate that man. <laughs> I hate that man. Okay, so let me preface, and we'll do this real quick, but I I love Glee. I've always loved Glee. I've loved Glee since for my whole life, whatever. I There's going to be so much to say. I think it's going to be a similar thing, Reese, where you're like, this is annoying and I might not want to watch this, but I'm going to tell you some stats that will impress you about Glee. Because I already started doing some research and I think it's super interesting and impressive. So I'm going to invite you all to watch, as we know, season one was the end-all be-all of Glee culture. So I'm going to invite you all to watch the finale episode I think it's like episode 20 or episode 21. It's uh, Journey to Regionals. It's the finale episode of the no first way. season. So that's what we're going to be discussing next week. Reese, I want you to text me your notes about how much you hate I'm going to text Talia during it that I don't like it. <laughs> that's what me and Talia did today. So very fair. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna text Talia. I'm going to text that's Julia fair. behind Talia's that's back fair. and trash the show. We literally did that today. I think we had a good episode, though. I think this episode turned I out don't. well. Do you know how excited I was going into this? I am defeated. No, I think so too. But to know that you guys <laughs> hated it going yeah, in. Yeah, we couldn't relate. Crushing. Okay. Lovely guys. Let's go watch let's go watch <laughs> Golden Globes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We're gonna regroup. I'm gonna watch the Golden Globes. Gonna bet some money on the awards. Oh, all my all my homies love Nomad Land. All of them love Minari. Um Shout out to Riz Ahmed. He better win Best Actor. Um, We're going to publish this so long after the Golden Globes like, also. It's 2023, Reese. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Okay. Ha- hope you guys. Love you yeah, guys. Thanks Thanks for listening. Hope you guys had a, had a fun time. Be sure to watch Glee because I know I won't. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Happy listening. Thanks for listening. Love you both. Goodbye.